Welcome to Winning at Wealth, where we throw the Wall Street jargon in the garbage, promote a healthy money mindset, and equip you with the tools necessary for you to win at wealth. I'm your host, John Burdett, and I'm so excited you've decided to spend this time with me. Now let's get to it. The following program is sponsored by Fourth Avenue Financial, which is solely responsible for its content. John K. Burdett II is not providing investment, legal, or tax advice. Welcome to Winning at Wealth. I'm your host, John Burdett. Today, I'd like to talk about something I primarily hear from younger people. It's the subject of the credit report or the credit score. I personally believe that placing so much emphasis and effort into cultivating a better credit score is a little bit misguided. I'm not saying that a high credit score doesn't potentially have value, but instead, It's a natural result of healthy financial practice. So let's take a first look at what your credit report is and how your credit score is calculated. There are three major credit reporting agencies in the United States. They are Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. These agencies collect data and compile your credit file, which includes information relating to your handling of previous credit. From this data, the agencies use a scoring system to rate your credit that lenders then use to decide if they'll loan you money and at what interest rate. The most common credit score is known as your FICO score. This score is used by approximately 90% of lenders and is the key to receiving the best loan rates and terms. The exact methods that each of the credit agencies use To create your credit score is a secret held by the man behind the curtain. What is known are the broad categories that help determine your score. The most important factor is your payment history, which makes up 35% of your score. This is basically a record of previous debts you've taken on and how timely you were in paying the lenders back as agreed. The amount you owe makes up 30% of your credit score. This category is often referred to as your credit utilization rate. For instance, if you have a $10,000 line of credit and a $2,000 balance, your credit utilization rate would be 20%. Lenders tend to get nervous if you're constantly maxing out your credit lines. Not only do potential lenders want to know how you've handled credit in the past, but also they prefer to offer additional credit to those who have a long history of responsible credit use. The length of your credit history makes up 15% of your credit score. The type of credit you have also makes a difference. Having a good mix of credit types, such as installment loans, credit cards, mortgages, etc., contribute to 10% of your credit score. The final 10% of your score is determined by the number of applications you've made for new credit lines. If you're constantly applying for new credit, lenders tend to see you as desperate. And desperate is not a good look. As you can see, the broad categories that determine your credit score are simply the hallmarks of sound financial management. It's easy to blame lenders when you don't get the credit you think you deserve. Lenders have done an excellent marketing job 
in making you think that you're in a position of begging them for credit. The truth is, banks and credit card companies would love to lend you as much money as they possibly can. Their product is the loan, and like any business, they want to sell as much of their product as possible. The banks are not out to get you. There's no conspiracy theory behind your difficulties in obtaining credit. Lenders simply need to feel comfortable that you have the ability to pay the loan back as agreed. Rather than focusing on your credit score and trying to game the system to prop it up, I think it makes sense to stick to the basics. Take the winning at wealth steps, for example. If you're consistently following the steps, you'll discover that an attractive credit score is sure to follow. If you have proven that you can manage your budget and are consistently creating savings and investment, doesn't it make sense that a lender would see you as a potentially profitable customer? Let's say you want to buy a house and you approach the bank and not only do you have your down payment, but also a healthy emergency fund. I'm guessing you'd make a mortgage lender very comfortable. Nothing can be better proof of your creditworthiness as your ability to accumulate investment funds. If you can do this, you're proving that you're living consistently below your means. And finally, if you've been practicing the winning at wealth steps over time, you'll show your lender that you have the discipline to go the duration. I'm telling you these things from a degree of personal experience. When I was younger, I was focused on obtaining credit. I believe that having access to credit proved that I was an adult and it would pave the way to financial success. Everything was a struggle from buying cars to purchasing our first home. In my own mind, I couldn't believe that I was seen by lenders as a poor credit risk. It turns out I might have had an inflated opinion of myself. Looking back, it's easy to see why we had such difficulties early on. Knowing what I know now, I wouldn't have lent me money back then either. Over time, a funny thing happened. Now, 30 years later, I find myself in a position where banks are now calling on me to ask if I'd like to borrow money. This did not happen because of some credit score hack, but from decades of sound financial practice. Again, banks only make money by lending it to someone. If you prove that you make wise decisions with money, then money will be easy to find. You'll be like a magnet to steal. If you're struggling to finance a home or a business, remember to look inward at the things you control rather than blaming the lenders that are denying you credit. Sometimes you just need to slow down and get the basics right before taking the next step. When you're ready, there will be plenty of people wanting to take that next step with you. Take care until next week. Thanks for listening to the Winning at Wealth podcast today. I'm John Burdett, your host, and I'd like to introduce you to the Winning at Wealth system. You can join the many others that have made the decision to take control of their financial life. You'll find resources and the support you need to write your own Winning at Wealth story. 
The Winning at Wealth system includes resources to answer questions on budgeting, debt management, savings, investments, insurance, real estate, and much more. You'll discover how money really works so you can have the proper perspective to make great financial decisions. The Winning at Wealth system also includes access to a private community and a monthly group Zoom with me. Take your Winning at Wealth step today for only $297 for the system and three-month access to the private community. Join at winningatwealth.com. Meanwhile, you can find me at Winning at Wealth Podcast on Instagram, and I'll be back to chat here next week. The preceding program is sponsored by Fourth Avenue Financial, which is solely responsible for its content. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Member, FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through J.W. Cole Advisors. Fourth Avenue Financial, J.W. Cole Financial, and J.W. Cole Advisors are unaffiliated entities. The opinions expressed by John K. Burdett II should not be construed as specific investment, legal, or tax advice. All economic and performance information is historical and not indicative of future results. Investing may involve the risk of loss of principal. Any tax advice on this show is not intended to be used by any person for the purpose of avoiding U.S. federal or state tax penalties that may be imposed on such person, and each listener should seek advice from their tax advisor or legal counsel on topics that arise from the show. John K. Burdett II is not providing legal or tax advice. Nothing should be construed as a solicitation of an offer to buy securities.